1: Are you looking for messages of comfort during a dark time? A Time to Grieve is a beautifully designed card deck offering 56 different messages of hope to help you navigate your feelings of grief. Whether you're facing the death of a loved one, divorce, job loss, or conflict, these cards can help. Select a card at random for a moment of solace and reflection. Get your deck today for yourself or someone you love at unity.org grieve.
2: Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio.
0: Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley.
4: Good morning, good morning. It's uh, definitely morning for me. I'm in Kauai, Hawaii, and uh, it's just 5 o'clock in the morning here. The roosters are crowing, the sun is not up yet. And yeah. so grateful to join with you. And uh, I'm Jennifer Hadley. Our topic this week is the release of fear of failure. <laughs> So how are we going to do that? Let's see. (laughs) We begin by tuning in and tuning up to the higher Holy Spirit itself. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and that's exactly what I'm doing right here, right now, consciously connecting and communing with the Holy Spirit. Prayers a means of communion, communication and we're interested in that learning, that communication. We're consciously opening our heart and mind to accept the atonement for ourselves. We're willing to remember that our true identity is perfect love and that is the true identity of all our brothers and sisters. We're willing to surrender all belief in spiritual failure. We're willing to surrender fear, doubt, worry, because we're surrendering the causes to the higher Holy Spirit self, to our elder brother, teacher, Jesus. We are grateful and thankful to open our heart and mind to the power and the presence of love, our true identity. We're grateful and thankful to share the benefits of our healing, awakening, expansion, clarity with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. So first, before we get into our topic, I'd just like to share that We've got the Living a Course of Miracles classes on. Those are the free classes. And we have uh, still got six more free classes. In fact, we have eight. Because last week's classes... Uh, our topic was Loving Yourself and Loving Others, and our theme for this entire series is Loving Yourself Free, and so our teacher last week is Patricia Cota Robles, and she... Um, he is not a course teacher and sometimes people question why would you have a Course of Miracles teacher uh, participating in a Course of Miracles series? Well, the reason is is truth is truth and there aren't different versions of the truth. Truth is truth. And Patricia Cutarobles teaches truth. She she truly does. And I think that she's a very clear Teacher of Truth, and she's studied all the world's religions. And she's also studied A Course in Miracles, although she's not a Course in Miracles teacher. She is a truth teacher. And uh, many people who listened to her class last week have written to tell me how grateful they were. And one of the things that we've decided to do with her classes is they're on indefinite replay, so anyone can go and listen to them at any time. Usually the replays are free for 48 hours, but uh, she and I agreed that her classes would be up on uh, replay indefinitely, and she did a healing meditation that's free for downloading as well, so you can go and get those. And um, some people... Uh, as I say, questions. Some people even send me uh, angry emails and think that I've done something wrong and bad by having a non-course teacher teaching in a course series. But let me just say, I spoke to someone yesterday who said, I'm so grateful that I found you. I don't know how I found you, Jennifer, but I am now studying the course And I discovered the Course because of you. And people find me through this radio show because of the Unity Connection, even though uh, Unity is not a Course in Miracles teaching, it's a truth teaching. And I always am guided by the Holy Spirit to have a couple of teachers, uh, at least one per series, who are not Course in Miracles teachers, but who are truth teachers. In the series, and what happens is then literally a thousand or sometimes several thousand people will come and hear the Course teachings and become inspired to begin studying A Course in Miracles. So I've learned to do what I'm guided to do, even though not everybody likes it, not everybody approves. And some people get really angry with me, and some people attack me for it. I've learned to follow my guidance regardless. And so for those who might wonder, who is a P- Patricia Robles and why is she in the course series? I encourage you to go and listen and see if you can hear truth. In her teachings. Uh, So there you go. Check it out. (laughs) And so one of the things, and that's directly related, Holy Spirit is telling me now to our topic this week about uh, fear of failure. One of the things that, for me, really kept me in a place of, you could say, failure to launch, (laughs) was that I felt unworthy. I felt unworthy of my calling as a spiritual teacher. I didn't feel worthy at all to be a spiritual teacher because I thought, well, I'm so judgmental, I um, feel ashamed, I feel guilty, I feel wrong and bad. How could I ever, ever be a spiritual teacher? And yet, all I was interested in was God and talking about God and sharing about God. And it was just becoming stronger and stronger in me. But I knew that I wasn't 100% committed not all in, and I was still falling down in my own ability to just be loving every single day, and I found that I was falling down in my choices to be loving <clears throat> so often that I was judging myself a lot, I'm going to take a sip of my tea here, i got a little something in my throat. I know sometimes people don't like it when I tell them I'm going to take a sip of my tea. And then other people tell me, oh, I love it when you sip your tea. I sip my tea too. And that's one of the things I've learned is if I'm trying to please everyone, it doesn't work. So my guidance is to follow the Holy Spirit's guidance (laughs) and then I can succeed. But if I'm trying to please everybody and make everybody happy, well, you know, when I'm identified with the ego, you can't really make me happy for more than a second. So I'd rather that anyone in my life help me to remember the truth rather than to help me satisfy the ego, which is unsatisfiable. So it can feel like a quandary sometimes. And so I felt unworthy of my calling. But you know what? Uh, 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 one of the things I think Michael Beckwith said so eloquently is that God does not call those who are already qualified, God qualifies those who are called, and all are called. All are chosen. We're all the chosen. No one is left out. It's not possible. We're all one. How could anybody be left out? So we're all called and we're all chosen. And what A Course in Miracles tells us is that if you're a teacher of God, your students will find you when you decide to learn. So even before I found A Course of Miracles, that's what I decided to do, to learn. I was willing to learn. And I was so happy if anyone would join with me to learn because that helped me. I knew it helped me so much. So I started my first Course of Miracles group on the phone because I was tired of driving. I was had been doing so much driving, living in Los Angeles, and I started on the phone. Also, because there were people that I had connected to through uh, work that I was doing all over the world, who were so hungry to talk about spiritual teachings, and I connected with so many people by phone who didn't have a spiritual community or even a spiritual friend anywhere near them. And they just had this longing to be able to connect in the spirit and to be able to even to hear somebody else share about their understanding of God, their experience of God, and to join together And I surely understood that longing. Oh, my gosh, I sure did. And I don't know if I ever shared this on the radio show, but I share it in class sometimes that uh, some of my spiritual friends in Los Angeles that I knew loved to talk about God as much as me, sometimes they'd invite me to a barbecue or a party or something, and I'd say, Would it be okay if I came early and we could talk about God for an hour before everybody else arrived? (laughs) I mean, I really used to do that, and uh, I just, all God all the time, I just really had this hunger and thirst to, and I still do, to know God and talk about God all the time, which is now my profession, And what I realized in my journey of not feeling adequate, not feeling worthy of my calling, who am I to talk about God? I'm still judging people. I'm still angry. I'm still resentful. I still have all these upsets and feelings of upset and inadequacy. How could I ever be worthy of a calling to be a teacher of God? Well, I decided to have compassion and love myself and forgive myself. And I also decided not to hide how I felt. I decided not to hide the fact that I felt unqualified. And to simply say, I'm starting a study group. I'm starting a book group. I started different things. I'm going to share what I'm learning. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm just sharing what I'm learning, and people started to join with me. And in my study group, which was on the phone, and you can get um, oh maybe a hundred hours of those recordings for free at iTunes, and the podcast is called Masterful Living Through a Course in Miracles and I think it's T-H-R-U, Masterful Living Through A Course in Miracles, maybe a 100 hours of those study groups. And I just did what I was called to do, and sometimes one person would show up. And then I realized and discovered that many more people were listening on the free download. So, and many people have told me over the years that, Those recordings are valuable to them. So the biggest thing is in our fear of failure is that we actually believe we can fail. And what I've learned is there's learning that we're able to do if we're willing If we're willing, if we have that little bit of willingness, then we can learn. And learning is really remembering our true identity. We're learning to remember that we are love. And we're learning to value love and being loving, making loving choices. So the teacher is really one who's willing to learn. And that's all that's required is that little bit of willingness to learn. And then the guidance will be given, the teachings will be given, and we'll be led. And yes, we may fail to be loving many, many times a day, but we'll begin to succeed more and more. And if in any endeavor, like let's say your endeavor is to sell cars or to sell solar paneling, or to um, just raise your children well so that they love themselves. If your goal is to find a friend and have a good friend, if your goal is to find Uh, a, a romantic partner that you can have a holy relationship with. If your goal is to pay off your debt, if your goal is anything in this world and you simply give it to the Holy Spirit and say, make it holy, teach me how to achieve the one goal, of accepting the atonement for myself as I walk on this journey. Let this goal of building a house or um, writing a book or any goal that you might have, let it be filled with the Holy Spirit's purpose. Then we cannot fail. It will become a learning device for us. And our mind will open. The Holy Spirit will use anything that we give. In chapter 4, section 6 of the text, it's uh, the chapter 4 is the illusions of the ego, and section 6 is the rewards of God. It says, How can you teach someone the value of something he's de- deliberately thrown away? So we have thrown away the value of simply being loving and if we're willing to value that it's like pulling a thread on a sweater and the holy spirit will lead us and guide us all the way home yes so if you would like to get those uh Living A Course in Miracles classes that are still on indefinite replay. Get that download of that healing meditation that Patricia Robles did last week in Living A Course of Miracles. Go to com. register for the class, which is free. We have six more classes coming up. And then you can go to uh, the, the class with Patricia Robles, and you can listen for free and get that download. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're on Unity Online Radio, where we are walking the talk, we're living the love, and I'll be right back.
3: You've seen Reality TV. Well, now get ready for Reality Radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio.
0: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
4: And we're back talking about eliminating, releasing fear of failure. So what I've learned is that God cannot fail as me. So if I'm aligned with God and my purpose is to accept the atonement for myself, to remember that I am perfect love and so is everyone else, to remember that I am one with God and so is everyone else. I am one with my brothers and sisters. When I am willing to see the innocence in myself and in my brothers and sisters, and to use everything that is in my experience to help me to remember that, then I cannot fail. However, what I've also learned uh, again and again and again, if I am giving what seems like love or compassion or kindness in order to get something, then I am failing in sharing and extending love. I'm giving to get, which means I'm aligned with the ego, which means I'm coming from a sense of lack and limitation. So when I'm giving at my job, if I'm giving in my family, if I'm giving in my friendships, <clears throat> in the workplace, if I'm giving anything in order to get something in return, I'm affirming that there is lack. I'm affirming that there is limitation. And by affirming that, I have to experience more of it. So people have a fear of failure and taking risks. Why? Because they're trying to get something. They've basically made whatever it is they're trying to get or wanting or thinking that they need, they've made that a false idol. So when we worship the false idol, then we will experience some kind of failure because we're coming from a place of lack and limitation. So... What I realized was Jesus was telling us the truth when he said, if I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. So that's what I realized is for me to do, is I am interested in being a teacher of truth, and I'm only interested in teaching the truth. I'm not interested in anything else, truly. As my profession, of course, you know, I become interested in lunch or going to the beach or something like that. But in everything, I'm truly interested in that waking up in that atonement. And so as long as I'm choosing that in each and every moment, then I cannot fail. The Holy Spirit won't let me fail. But if I think that my my goal Is something in the world. And that becomes the focus of my goal, not waking up, while I'm doing something in the world. Then I've already failed. It's so valuable to learn that. So that's what I realized. Oh my gosh, as long as my motivation is waking up, Accepting the atonement for myself, attaining enlightenment, the end of belief and separation, remembering my true identity, however you would like to name it. As long as that is my one goal, to forgive myself for having idolized separation and separation thinking. To, as long as my goal is to join with the Holy Spirit and listen to that one voice, allow Jesus to be my teacher, the Holy Spirit to be my guide, as long as I'm doing that, I cannot fail. But if my goal is to make money, if my goal is to have some effect in the world, then I'm already failing. Now, I I have a goal today to complete this radio show, but it's not the goal for my life, and it's not the reason I'm doing the radio show. I'm doing the radio show so that I connect with the Holy Spirit and can share that connection, that we can use technology to transcend time and space and to join together together. Because I know that joining together is what strengthens our awareness of the one mind, the one power, the one presence. So going back to Chapter 4, Section 6, The Rewards of God, Paragraph 5, how can you teach someone the value of something he has deliberately thrown away? So we deliberately threw away our awareness of the oneness and unity of all life. We threw that away deliberately. Jesus says he must have thrown it away because he did not value it. We didn't value it. Instead, we valued the meaning that we made of things, and we valued our attack thoughts and our belief in separation. He says you can only show him how miserable he is without it and slowly bring it nearer so he can learn how his misery lessens as he approaches it. So, the thing that we're not valuing is the oneness, and he says, you can only show someone how miserable they are without the oneness, and slowly bring it nearer so he can learn how his misery lessens as he approaches it. So, this is what's happening for us, right, we're slowly approaching the remembrance of Of our true identity. And as we practice being loving, compassionate, extending the light that we are, our misery lessens. But if we're trying to do that, if if your goal in being a spiritual teacher is to get validation, to feel better about yourself, if your goal is to get money, to get approval to get anything, then you will fail in some way. Even though you might become successful in the world, you'll fail in your heart because your motivation was not one that would help you heal your mind. It's one that strengthens the ego in your mind. And so the only way that you can truly succeed in God is to fail in the world. And isn't that what we experience all the time? And this is what it says in the trust section in the manual for teachers, that as we go through our life experience, we're going to have all kinds of experiences of loss. And that loss helps us to learn what is truly valuable. And as we learn that the things of this world are not truly valuable, only love is real, only love is valuable, only our waking up is valuable, then we discover that everything in our human experience is helpful to us in that journey of remembering and awakening. So it says here, That our experience of the misery lessening as we approach our remembrance of the truth, it says this teaches him to associate his misery with its absence, with the absence of oneness in our mind, love in our heart. And the opposite of misery with its presence. So this is what we're learning every day, that when we choose love, we feel better about ourselves. We feel more like our true selves. And when we choose to worship false idols, then we are more miserable. So all suffering is caused by having attachments to trying to make this world different or better, or to get something in this world. And so if our trajectory is we're trying to get something, we're giving our gifts and talents to get something, then we're not sharing love, we're not extending love. It's a different um, path that we're on, and it is a path that's going to lead us to suffering because it is that suffering that's going to push us to choose again and choose again because we're going to be, when we're suffering, we're going to choose again because we know that ain't it, kid. That's not it. That's causing suffering. And this is why sometimes people kill themselves is because they keep choosing things that aren't working. Love is the way out of everything. Love is the healer of every cause of illness in this world because there is only one cause of any kind of illness, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, seeming spiritual illness, all discord and disharmony is that one choice to energize separation and to value something that is not truly valuable. So when we're willing to value that which is truly valuable, even a little bit, like me myself i still get distracted by things of the world you know this this is a global ministry that i'm running now and with thousands of people many thousands of people participating and so it can be distracting at times and so that's where my work is that's where my real work is not to be distracted by Oh, is there a problem with the website? Oh, is there a situation with the email didn't go out? This or that. And not to be also distracted by people who are angry and upset because the website isn't working or something like that. So to always go back to, Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me. What am I to do this day? So, Jesus says here, it gradually becomes desirable. So, choosing oneness and love gradually becomes desirable as he changes his mind about its worth. I am teaching you to associate misery with the ego and joy with the spirit. You have taught yourself the opposite. So, we've taught ourselves to associate misery with the spirit. Enjoy joy with ego, the pleasures of the body, and feeling good about ourselves because the ego is feeling good. But I think most of us as spiritual students, we, we've been down that road so many times. We're tired of being miserable. We're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm telling you, if you would like to prove God, there will be a huge leap in your awareness. So proving God to me is really being willing to place trust and faith in what is unseen. In the love of God leading us and guiding us. And so love doesn't need anything. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is does not boast and brag, love does not need anyone's approval or anyone's recognition or appreciation. So one way to know if you're giving to get is, are you looking to get recognition? Are you looking to get something in return? If you're looking to get something, even if it's a thank you, Even if it's a recognition of your efforts, then you're giving to get. You're aligned with the ego, and you can just turn that around by literally saying to Jesus, saying to the Holy Spirit, I feel this need for recognition. I feel this need for appreciation. I feel this lack in myself. And I feel like a big, dark hole that needs to be filled by other people's loving me, other people's recognition, all of that. This darkness, this hole that seems unfillable, I'm giving it to you, Holy Spirit. I am willing to believe that all this misery, this suffering, these thoughts of suicide, that they can be healed if I give them to you. I don't know how to heal them, but I wish that they be healed. And I am willing to be led and guided. That's what I did. I started to be led and guided. And then I had so many choices. To allow myself to be led and guided or not. To take the guidance or not. And many times I failed, but I started to succeed more and more. And and that's the beautiful teaching in uh, Lesson 68, my favorite lesson, Love Holds No Grievances, where it says, If you succeed by even a little, there will never be a question of your motivation again. So it's that willingness to simply give it a go. And I can honestly say if you're willing to consistently choose love, you won't ever fail. Again, it depends on your goal. If your goal is something of the world, if your goal is to get something, there's going to be a constant stream of failure. But if your goal is to seek the atonement for yourself, to choose the atonement for yourself, you don't have to seek it, just choose it. You can't fail. And then allow yourself to be guided and led through every day and every choice that you make. Jesus says to us here, You have taught yourself the opposite. You are still free to choose, but can you really want the rewards of the ego in the presence of the rewards of God? My trust in you is greater than yours in me at this moment, but it will not always be that way. Your mission is very simple. You are asked to live so as to demonstrate that you are not an ego, and I do not choose God's channels wrongly. The Holy One shares my trust and accepts my atonement decisions because my will is never out of accord with His. I've said before that I am in charge of the atonement. This is only because I completed my part in it as a man and can now complete it through others. My chosen channels cannot fail because I will lend them my strength As long as theirs is wanting. I will go with you to the Holy One. And through my perception, he can bridge the little gap. Your gratitude to your brother is the only gift I want. Let us be grateful and thankful right now that we can make this choice. And we don't need any special skills. We don't need any equipment. Just our willingness. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course of Miracles online radio at Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and we'll be right back.
3: Now available, YouPray, the free prayer app from Silent Unity. For more than a century, people from all over the world and all walks of life have turned to Silent Unity. With you pray, our confidential prayer support is easy and convenient to access. With you pray, you can send your prayer directly to Silent Unity. YouPray also includes affirmations you can share with family and friends, plus audio meditations for your prayer time. For more about the free you pray app and links to download, Visit silentunity.org/app. That's silentunity.org/app.
2: Ever noticed that there might be something not quite right?
4: Back, I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about the release of fear of failure. So many spiritual students have reached out to me and said, "I'd like to have a career in spirituality and being a spiritual counselor, spiritual teacher. Uh, I'd like to do what you're doing, Jennifer. I'd like to start a study group, but I'm afraid." Uh, or people will say, you know, I've I've studied Reiki, I've studied this, I've studied that, but I don't know how to make a living at it. What I can tell you is giving it all to the Holy Spirit and say it is my desire to wake up, to be of service in this world. Being of service is the greatest way to live. Being of service to our brothers and sisters is being of service to ourselves. However, if again, we're doing it in order to get anything. So if you're let's say you're volunteering. If you're volunteering uh, in your church community, if you're volunteering anywhere in order to get some kind of validation, in order to feel better about yourself, then your motivation really is one of lack. And so wouldn't it make sense that if your motivation is to get something in the world or from the world, that it would be best for your learning that you would fail? Doesn't that make sense? If you're trying to get some kind of validation, even if you're trying to earn a living, and you think that you have to do this or that to earn a living, if you're validating this world, idolizing this world, trying to get something from this world, rather than to be the love of God, to express something in this world, to share something in this world because the only thing worth sharing are the gifts of God which are eternal so the gifts of God the the great rays if you will shining forth are love and peace harmony freedom wholeness abundance clarity purity creativity wisdom all the spiritual qualities of God are real, eternal, and we can express them. And our expressing them helps us to remember who we really are. We are these spiritual qualities of God. And our creations, to use the the word uh, that is used in A Course in Miracles, our creations of love... And perfection and wholeness and freedom and joy and wisdom and clarity and purity. All our expressions, our creations of these spiritual qualities are eternal and infinite in their nature. Because that is God's nature, that is our nature. So when our dedication is that expression... First of all, there's there, the fear falls away. There's no sense of lack and limitation anymore. There is a deep and abiding sense of abundance. So one thing is people fear divine guidance. They fear that they're not receiving it. They fear that uh, they're not able to receive it. Uh, They fear that they're going to make EO choices, but they really are fearing making the most loving choices, the God choices, because the God choices will lead us away from valuing the things of this world. Because think of it this way. This is what just came to me in my mind. If you have a strong belief that you would be a better person or your life would be better if your, your body was different. And so you're focused on making your body different. Or you're focused on thinking that your body is not good the way it is. That it's bad or wrong and should be changed. That in any way it should be altered or should be different. And you're pursuing that. And the higher Holy Spirit self is giving you the guidance. Just let it be. Just instead, just love the body temple. Just love it as a vehicle. Just love it. Love every cell, fiber, and function of your body as it is. Don't try to change it. Seek not to change the world, but to change your mind about the world not to change your body, but to change your mind about your body, the ego will say, that's insane. I can't be happy until I'm healthy. I can't feel free until I'm healthy. I can't feel free or happy or lovable until my body looks a certain way. or And it can never look that way. So I can never feel beloved. You know, so... The idea of giving up those thoughts, which cause so much pain, is actually frightening. So we keep perpetuating the sense of suffering, loss, lack, and limitation. Because literally, it is the recognition that we already have everything, and nothing of this world matters. That is more frightening to us. Than the, <laughs> than the fear of failure in the world. And so our work in our heart and mind is to choose the atonement for ourselves. Jesus tells us over and over again that we will be led. We will be guided if we're willing and to trust it. So we have to trust First, We must trust first. In Chapter 8, The Journey Back, Section 1, it says in Paragraph 4, Your past learning must have taught you the wrong things simply because it has not made you happy. On this basis alone, its value should be questioned. If learning aims at change, and that is always its purpose, are you satisfied with the changes your learning has brought you? Dissatisfaction with learning outcomes is a sign of learning failure since it means that you did not get what you wanted. The curriculum of the atonement is the opposite of the curriculum you've established for yourself but so is its outcome. If the outcome of your curriculum has made you unhappy and you want a different one, a change in the curriculum is obviously necessary. The first change to be introduced is a change in direction. A meaningful curriculum cannot be inconsistent. If it is planned by two teachers, each believing in diametrically opposed ideas, It cannot be integrated. If it is carried out by these two teachers simultaneously, each one merely interferes with the other. This leads to fluctuation, but not to change. The volatile have no direction. And isn't this what we've all done? One minute, the ego's our teacher. The next minute, the spirit's our teacher. Going left, right, left, right, fear, love, fear, love, fear, love. And the net effect is we always feel off balance, oscillating back and forth, not making any real traction. Because we're not willing to choose a direction and go in one direction. So this is the curriculum in A Course of Miracles is to get us to see the value of of going in one direction, letting the Holy Spirit and Jesus be the shepherd out in front of us, leading the flock. Did you know that a flock where the shepherd is out in front is a healthier flock in the world of form? And that when the shepherd's behind, pushing, cajoling, prodding, the flock itself is not as healthy. I think that's interesting. So we've got our teacher out in front of us, leading us and guiding us. We cannot fail if we put the Holy Spirit in charge. But we're not going to succeed in getting what we want because getting what we want just affirms more lack and more limitation. Give up the wanting. Recognize the kingdom's installed. We already have it. We don't have to give to get. We can just share and extend love, and then we'll be successful every minute of every day. Because even when we fail, we can choose again. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and it's time for us to pray. I invite you to place your hand on your heart.
2: Remember, the Living A Course of Miracles
4: classes are free. This week, our topic is codependency, healing codependency, with Colin Tipping. So, with this breath of love and gratitude, we're grateful and thankful to choose spiritual success. We're choosing love.
2: In grace
4: and gratitude, we allow ourselves to live a life of love. We let it be. We share the benefits with everyone. We let it be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Have a great rest of your week. I love you. Mm -hmm.
0: According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened.
3: This meditative moment from Reverend Joan Gattuso and Unity Magazine is brought to you by Unity.
1: Are you looking for messages of comfort during a dark time? A Time to Grieve is a beautifully designed card deck offering 56 different messages of hope to help you navigate your feelings of grief. Whether you're facing the death of a loved one, divorce, job loss, or conflict, these cards can help. Select a card at random for a moment of solace and reflection. Get your deck today for
4: yourself or someone you love at unity.org grieve.